we're going to talk about the first option right now. Let's move on to Alperin Shingun, man. Like, th- this guy has been excellent, continues to shine. I think it's, you know, noteworthy that he's maintained or is sort of right on the trajectory that you would expect from him offensively, doing the things that you'd like to see from him offensively. But the defense really is what feels like, I don't want to say turned around, but feels a lot better, feel a lot more comfortable with what you've seen from Alperin Shingun defensively. I even feel comfortable saying right now on the podcast with you, Adam, that Alperin Shingun at this moment does not feel like a defensive liability on this team. At the moment, now, we're only talking about a handful of games. We've got a way larger sample size of him of him being a def- defensive liability or at the very least having defensive problems, issues on the defensive end, as opposed to what I'm saying here, how he does not feel like a defensive liability. But the numbers are better uh, with him on the floor defensively than, they, than they've ever been. And again, small sample size. But what are you noticing about that? That's kind of going back to my earlier point, too, uh, about the the attitude and just the impact that I feel like the veterans have had. M.A. Udoka, too, obviously, is the head coach and sort of the tone that he's setting. But I see, I feel like I see a different Alperin Shingun from even the one that we were talking about, you know, a month ago or even a week ago. What stands out to you about what Shingun's done over the last few games? It's amazing how different it looks when you try. And yeah. I think that's been the big thing so far. It's just that. So there's two things that stand out. First is the effort. You know, the effort matters and the effort has not been there the last couple of years at that end of the floor. He just, you know, it's, it's one of those things. He just wasn't really interested in playing defense. And when you're young, you don't really want to defend. Defending's not a lot of fun, for, especially if you're, you know, in the paint and guys are coming at you and it's physical. Oh, I don't, I don't want any part of that. Um, he's trying right now. And so that's a big step is just like the effort. Um, the other thing is how they're playing him. And, you know, with him, they play a lot of drop coverage with him the last couple of years. And they're still doing that to a degree. But I think the problem that he would get into last year is that he would drop so deep that now you're just giving the offensive player a runway to the lane. And instead of... So, so he would almost try and be a shot blocker, which he couldn't do. So now he's not dropping back as deep and he's basically forming a wall. And so he's at least, he's just basically getting in the way and he's forcing tougher shots. And he's also not fouling, which is also important. Um, so those are just kind of little things just with the pick and roll coverage that has been better. And then the other thing, these two games against Sacramento, um, this is probably the two most encouraging games that you can have because we talked about how they didn't have Fox. They did have Sabonis and they knew, okay, no Fox. They are going to do everything through Sabonis. And that was going to put a lot of pressure on Shingun to be able to hold up. And not only did he hold up, he thoroughly outplayed Sabonis for those two games. Like he was by far the better center and didn't matter how many touches Sabonis got in those two games. He did not do a whole lot. He was very quiet in those two games. Well, I think he averaged nine and a half points for those two games, four and a half assists. And this is a guy who averaged a triple-double against the Rockets in four games last year. Uh, and the other big thing for Shingun is that he didn't get in foul trouble. And so to be able to play against Sabonis, a guy at that level, for those two games when Sabonis is by far their best option, 
and to outplay him and stay out of foul trouble, that's as good as it gets right now for him. And that is as encouraging a sign as we've seen from him in his two-plus seasons in the NBA. Well, yeah, because – and I'll throw this to you. To me, it's encouraging because that's that's what has held him back, at least in my mind, from being – like seriously talked about in the ways that people have wanted to talk about him. Some of the Shingoon fanatics that you'll find on the internet. And I'm not, I'm not saying some of that or a lot of that's not warranted. He's a very, he is a very fun player to watch and to follow and to be a fan of, but I've, I've kind of found it silly. Cause I'm like, well, you can't, I mean that, that can't be a franchise player or anything like that. He doesn't defend, but like, I, I'm very curious to see how this goes and how sustainable it is. How, like how consistent, I should say how consistent he can be on this side of the floor, on this end of the floor and just how this thing develops offensively with them. I think they might have something here, a little bit more here with Shingun than I was probably giving that credit as well. Like I, I'm, I'm starting to now further entertain what his ceiling could be. And I'm just curious, what do you like? What do you think? How do you think this this plays out? Do they continue to? Uh, is he someone that they can continue to run the offense through? And and especially if he's going to play this way defensively, how does that how does that sort of change the view of him as a player overall? We got to wait and see. Uh, I, I still think, again, it, it's only six games, um, but I mean, he he's shown it even the first two years in the NBA that you can run an offense through him, and it can be. an okay offense you know there was a little bit of a ceiling last year just because giving him the basketball didn't really generate a lot of threes and there's a little bit of a ceiling on an offense if you don't generate a lot of threes he's gotten better at that um he's not turning the ball over this was a big thing for him um you know he was he became the youngest center to get to 500 assists and Ime Yudoka was asked about that before Monday's game and Yudoka said he he would have had it a lot sooner if he would not risk every other pass so now he's not trying to make the home run play every single time. Like he, again, we talk about Dylan Brooks playing within himself on the offensive end. Shingun is starting to do that as well. He's just, hey, I can make a really good living hitting singles too. You know, I can hit the home run every now and then. I can hit the double. But when the single is there, when the easy pass is there, when the easy play is there, I can make that play. And that can be, that. those are winning plays for us on the offensive end of the floor. So he's getting better at that. Um, the rebounding again, we, we, we will continue to talk about that. That needs to be better, especially at the defensive end. And he got asked last night, um, about coming, he was two rebounds away from triple double. And as he's asked this question, Ime Yudoka is standing in the hallway of the locker room and Shengun looks right at him and Yudoka says, should have boxed out Sabonis. And so those are like the little things. Like if you box out Sabonis two more times, you get your two rebounds and you get your triple double. Like that's, that's the thing that they're really going to work with him on and really keep harping on him is like, you gotta, you gotta get rebounds. If you can get rebounds, we can have these great defensive possessions and you can finish the possession with the rebound and then we take off. So it it is a very encouraging start to the season for him. He's got to keep it going. He's got to keep it going. And that's, that really goes for all of them. That was, you know, the one thing that, Jalen Green said yesterday about Shingun, and nobody's played with Shingun, you know, longer than Jalen Green has, and or he's been on the floor with him more than Jalen Green. And he said, yeah, he, he's been great so far. He was amazing against the bonus in, in these two games. He's got to keep it up. 
And so that's the big thing for him. Can he continue to do that? And that goes, that's just not on Shingu and that's the whole team. Can they continue to play at that sort of a level? Can they be smart? Can they make smart plays? And if they can, they've got a chance to do some things this season. I mean, if you can be top 10 in turnovers, in turnover rate, that 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 masks a lot of other issues that you might have. So um, it's it's a really good step for him. Yeah, I, I don't think there's any other way to look at it, man, than just to be encouraged by it. Real specifically, though, because he outplayed Sabonis, you know, the, the, the comp for him, the common comp for Shingun is obviously Jokic, but then also Sabonis. And, it, you know, if he's like to be Jokic, obviously Jokic is, is an absurd standard at this point because of who and what he is. But if you can be like not Jokic, but maybe better than Sabonis, I feel like you're cooking with grease there. You know, like you're you're not quite the the thing that you're saying, you know, that you know, everybody's trying to compare you to and saying that you are. But there's some special there. So I think that's really that's really encouraging and really cool to watch and really just fun to watch as well.